021 chapter 1 the challenge of the future whenever i interview someone for a job i like to ask this question what important truth do very few people agree with you uh this question sounds easy because it's a uh, straight forward actually it's very hard to answer it's intellectually difficult because the knowledge that everyone is taught in a school is by definition agreed upon and it's psychologically difficult because anyone trying to answer must say something she knows to be uh, unpopular brilliant thinking is rare but courage is in even shorter supply than genius most commonly i hear that answer like following uh, our educational system is broken and uh, urgently needs to be fixed uh, america is exceptional there is no god those are bad answers the first and the second statement might be true but many people already agree with them the third statement simple take one side in in a familiar debate a good answer takes uh, the following forms most people believe in in a, a familiar debate a good answer takes the following form most po- uh, people believe in x but the truth is opposite of x i will give my own answer later in in this chapter and what does it Uh, contrain questions have, have have to do with the futures in the most minimal sense the future is simply uh, the set of uh, all moments set yet to come and uh, but what makes the future distinctive and important is not that it has not happened yet but rather that it it will be a time when the world looks different from today in this sense if nothing about our society change radically in the in the next decades then the future is hundreds year away if things change radically radically in the next decade then the future is nearly at hand no one can predict the future exactly but we know two things it's it's nearly at hand no one can exactly but we know two things it's it's going to be different and it must be rooted in today's world most answer to to the conquerian question are dif- different ways of seeing the present good answer are as close as we can uh, come uh, come to looking into into the future 0 to 1 the future of progress when we think about the future we hope for the future of progress that progress can be take one or two forms horizontal or extensive progress means copying things that work going from 1 to n horizontal progress is easy and uh, easy to imagine because we already know that it looks like and vertical or intensive progress means doing new things going from 0 to 1 vertical progress is harder to to imagine because it requires doing something nobody else 
has ever done if you take one typewriter and build 100 you have made horizontal progress if you have a typewriter and build a word uh, word processor you have made vertical progress at at a micro level uh, the the single word of horizontal progress is globalization taking things that work somewhere and making them work everywhere china is a, a, a paradigmatic example of globalization its 20 year plan is is to become like the united states is today the chinese have been a straight were uh, forwardly uh, copying everything uh, that has worked in the uh, developed world and 19th century railroad 20th century air conditioning <coughs> and even entire cities they might uh, skip a few uh, steps along along the way going straight to uh, wireless uh, without installing uh, landlines or, or for instance but they are copying all the same the single word full vertical is zero to one progress is technology the rapid progress of information technology in the recent decades has made silicon valley the capital of technology in general but there is no reason why technology should be limited to computers properly understood any new and better way to doing things is technology because globalization and technology are different modes of progress it's possible to have both either or neither at the same time for example 1815 uh, to 1914 was a period of both rapid technology development and rapid globalization between the first uh, world war the uh, kissinger trip repon relation with china in 1971 there was rapid techno, uh, technological development but not much globalization since 1971 we have seen rapid globalization along with the limited technology development mostly conformed to it this age of globalization has made it easy to imagine that the decade ahead will bring more uh, convergence uh, and more uh, sameness even our uh, everyday language suggest we believe in a kind of technological and uh, in of history the division of the world into the so called developed or a developing nation implies that the developed world has already achieved achieved the achievable and and that poorer nation just need to catch up but i don't think that's true my own answer to the uh, contrarian question is that most people think the future of the world will be defined by globalization but the truth is that technology matters more without technological change if china doubles its energy production over the next two decades it will also double its air pollution if everyone in of india hundreds of millions of thousands were to live and wage america already do using only today's tools the result would be environmentally uh, catastrophic 
spreading old ways to create wealth around the world will result in uh, devastation not riches in in a world of a scarce resources globalization because uh, without new technologies are uh, unsustainable new technology has never been an automatic fe- uh, feature of history our ancestors lived in the static zero sum societies where success meant seizing uh, things from others they created new source of wealth only rarely at uh, and in the of the long run they could never create enough to save the average person from the extremely hard life then after 1000 uh, 10000 years of fitful advance from the primitive agriculture to medieval uh, wine mill and the 16th century astro levels the modern world suddenly experienced the relentless technological progress from the advent of the steam engine in 1760s all the way up to about 1970s as a result we have inherited richer society than any previous generation would have ever been able to imagine any generation accept, accepting our parents and grandparents that is in the late uh, 1960s they expected uh, this progress to continue they looked for, uh, looked forward uh, to four day work week uh, energy to cheap to match and and vacation uh, on the moon but it didn't happen the smartphone that distract from uh, our surroundings also distract uh, us from uh, from the fact that our surroundings are strongly old only computer and communication have improved dramatically since uh, mid century that does not mean our parents were wrong to imagine a better life they were only wrong to expect our uh, it's something automatic Today our challenge is to both imagine and create the new technologies that can make the 21st century more peaceful and pro, uh, prosperous than uh, the 20th century. A startup thinking. New technology tends to uh, come from new ventures. A startup from uh, the founding fathers in politics to royal society in the science to uh, fairchild semiconductor territorious aged in business a small group of people bound together by a sense of mission have changed the world for the better the easiest explanation for this is negative it's hard to develop new things in big organizations and it's even harder to uh, do it by yourself bureaucratic hierarchy moves slowly and enhanced in- interest shy away from the risk in the most dysfunctional uh, uh, organizations signaling that work is being done becomes a better strategy for career advancement then actually doing work if this describes your company you should quit now at the other extreme 
a lone uh, a genius might create a classic work of arts or literature but he could never create an uh, gen- uh, a- a- an entire industry a startup operates on a principle that you need to work with other people to get a stuff done but you also need to stay small enough to so that you actually can positively defined a startup is a largest group of people who you can convince of a plan to build a different future a new company's most important strength is the new thinking even more important than nimbleness a small size afford a space to think this book is about the questions you must ask and answer to succeed in the business of doing new things what follows if not a manual or a, a, a record of knowledge but an exercise of thinking because that is what a startup has to do questions received ideas and think business uh, from a scratch thank you